Hello, friends, and welcome to the Home Wrecker Podcast. Typically, we wreck and shatter conventional wisdom and ways of thinking on this podcast. That's what we do. And we do that by bringing alternative viewpoints and different subjects to light in an attempt to not only change conventional wisdom and ways of thinking, but we like to obliterate them completely. That's what we like to do. Wow, that was okay for the watchers. That was quite the gesture <laughs> by my lovely lady here who is co-hosting with me. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing wife, the lovely Monique. Woohoo! How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. I'm really pumped. Yes. It's like the, the one weekend a year where it's uh, it's when I get excited about stuff like something that I have no control over. Typically I like to get excited about things that affect me personally or things that I personally am involved in and and that I take part in. And one weekend a year, I get excited about something that's happening as of the weekend that we're recording this. But by the time this comes out, it will have already occurred. What am I talking about? Whoa, whoa, oh. WrestleMania. You had to, you I had love to, that song. You had to go it's with that. It's the iconic WrestleMania oh boy. song. Yes, it is WrestleMania weekend. Yes, woohoo! Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I'm pretty psyched about it because, yeah, like I said, that's it. for the last, this is going to be WrestleMania 38. So for the last 38 years, because I've been watching since the first one. Which is crazy and showing my age, I guess, apparently too. But I've been watching since the first one. Now, I didn't see the first one live, and that was in 1985, but I saw it on home video. But I had begun watching wrestling at that point. The rock and wrestling had begun MTV, Cindy Lauper, Roddy Piper, Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, Captain Lou, the whole thing had, had already taken off. And yeah, I was, I was, I was a Hulkamaniac. I was hooked. I was into wrestling. From a very, very early age, five years old, six, seven years old, whatever, however old I was. But I, I had begun watching it. I remember watching the first WrestleMania on VHS. We'd rented it. And then same thing with the second one because I couldn't see it live. Because at the time, I think they were doing just closed circuit television. Which is when they would, what they would do is they would get... They would get movie theaters or arenas and they'd set up big screens or movie theaters and they would set up the, you know, the screens in there and that's where people would go to watch the event. wasn't like how it eventually became cable boxes and pay-per-view and now everything's streaming or, or whatever, but that's how they used to do it if you couldn't be there in the building live. So WrestleMania 2 went to, I believe they were in three different areas. They were in Chicago... Los Angeles and help me I've forgotten the third one but I know they were in three different places or maybe it was at whatever they were in multiple arenas so they tried that whole thing out and I didn't see that live either because again closed circuit TV no didn't ha- didn't happen for me so again had to wait to get that on the video cassette WrestleMania 3 came around. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. Did I see that live? No. Again, couldn't see that one live either. Had to wait for the VHS. (laughs) But I was a fan the entire time. And then finally got to see WrestleMania 4 live. And then from there on in, I found a way, somehow, some way to watch every WrestleMania live from that point on. 
So for the hearers and watchers who don't know already, my parents owned a video store. So I was really lucky because they had all the WrestleManias on VHS. So I could watch them at my leisure, which was absolutely wonderful because I didn't see the first few live either. And um, yeah, I just... It's like they really, it's like hook them young. It's like the cigarette companies, like hook them young when it comes <laughs> to wrestling. Like Absolutely. you're a kid and you're watching this and it's so like fantastic and almost magical watching what these guys are doing. And I know I'm not the only one. When I watched wrestling, I felt even though I was watching from my living room, watching on a TV, I felt like I was a part of it. And how many kids talk about, you know, jumping off the couch, stacking up the couch cushions, my brother and I getting on top of the couch doing like the elbow drop on each other. It's just so much, so many wonderful fond memories that have to do with wrestling and just having fun watching it and being able to watch the pay-per-views. It was big. You know, my dad, we'd be like, oh, we got to watch WrestleMania. If that was like the only pay-per-view we could get all year long because they were, they used to be pretty expensive. Used to be? (laughs) I I think they still have them on pay-per-view. I'm not sure, but for, I think right now they're, they're on Peacock. That's where they, they moved the WWE Mm -hmm. network to. Uh, but back but in the eighties, in the yeah, well, I want to say that back then pay per views were like twenty bucks or thirty. No, bucks. I maybe I'm wrong, but I thought they were like eighty dollars. I don't recall them ever being that expensive. May, they I could have be been. Wrong, I don't know. But I remember it was expensive, so it wasn't something we could do all the time. It wasn't like twenty bucks to watch WrestleMania. The big pay per views were expensive, and I remember there were like, um, I think maybe it was like the early nineties. There were MMA. Yeah, UFC, the UFCs, yeah. sure. And we'd want to watch that too. But again, it adds up. So we'd, we'd get kind of limited in what we could watch. But yeah, just watching it and being able to watch WrestleMania, that was like the one show. If we could only watch one show, it has to be WrestleMania. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know that we've both, I think, got a little jaded over the years. And we've talked about WrestleManias in the past and how some of them... Parts can be disappointing, but I feel like going in this year, I have absolutely no idea what's happening. I don't know who's wrestling. I'm just excited to be a part of it. And I think by not watching wrestling pretty much all year long. I like how you said you're excited to be a part of it. Are you partake participating in the show in some way? Just to watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a collective thing when you think about it. I had to it. give you crap for that. It's a collective thing that we do. We're all a part of WrestleMania. And it's that collectiveness of everybody gathering. Okay. Sure. But yeah, like to, to go in with no expectations and just to want to have fun. I'm excited. Trying it a little different this year. We'll see and how it ends and up. And it's over two us. nights. It is. That is. That's that's the only it. part I'm not I'm still not on board with the whole two nights thing, but I get why they do it. But I'm still just not on board with the two nights. I think this is now the third year in a row that they've done that they're doing the two nights. I'm pretty sure it's going to be going forward. That's going to be what they do, which financially for them makes a lot of sense because you figure you have two live events, two nights of ticket sales that you can sell tickets for each night for each event, and then you know two nights worth of merchandise and concessions and all the other things. Mm-hmm. So I. I think that's what they're going to be doing going forward. And and it also, I, I think for the guys and gals that get to get to be on the show, I, I think it's going to give them more time for their matches. Hopefully. Uh, I think for a couple of years there, before they went to the two nights, the WrestleManias were like, what, five, six hours long. Wasn't it one year, almost seven hours long? Yes. But did that's it, a long freaking did it show. When they did it when they did it for two nights, wasn't it still really long? It, it's it, yeah. But I think that the reason why, the first time we, the first time they went to two nights was in 2020, and that was right when everything went to hell and shut down. So they had no fans. So I think that just seemed really long because we were watching them with no crowd, and that's just weird. Yeah. Pro wrestling with no crowd, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It's 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 not the same thing. So I think that that may be why that seemed so long. And then last year they had like 
they had a crowd, but it wasn't they they weren't allowed to sell all the tickets. They had, I think they had like twenty thousand people in an eighty thousand seat building or something something ridiculous. Yeah. But it was still a little it was a little better because now you had an audience, and, and now this year it's yeah. Watching it without an audience was just like uh, this is so. It's weird. just weird. I felt bad for the guys because it's like how do you there's yeah there's no crowd to to no, to feed nothing, off yeah. of there's no crowd to play to there's no crowd to get reactions from to know that there's no feedback from the live audience to know that what you're doing is working it's that people almost, care about what you're doing it's almost like being it's, a kid again in your living crazy. room and just pretending i'm gonna pretend they're yeah, cheering kinda. yeah yeah kind of right it, it, yeah it was it was just very yeah it, it didn't work but yeah like like many like you were just saying we have no clue what's going on this year i i actually I, that's a lie i know three matches i think that are happening uh, and I don't know what night. I, I I know that the main event of the of the second night is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. which that'll probably be really good. And uh, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair, I believe, is on the f- night one. I think, but I could be wrong. And the one thing I'm looking forward to more than anything is Stone Cold Steve Austin returning. But he's not wrestling. Correct? He's not wrestling, but he's doing an interview segment or a fight or I, I don't I, I don't think anybody's gonna know till it happens but it's been I guess rumored speculated that they're gonna have some kind of a encounter uh who knows it'll probably be like a brawl or something who knows but I'm just psyched to see Stone Cold back at Wrestlemania and that's the thing I'm most excited about and that's a guy who hasn't wrestled in like 20 years close to 20 years and I mean, I think that right there, that's either a testament to how awesome Stone Cold is, was, how impactful he was to pro wrestling, or how uninteresting, uninspiring, and how just lackluster the current product and the current talent of go- crop of guys is. Or it's both. It, it you know, it's it's either Stone Cold's that awesome, or the and, and that's just how bad these guys suck, or it's or it's both. It's it's kind of sad because like I I, I want to be excited about the newer stuff, but so I just pulled up night one. We have Charlotte Flair. You got versus, oh, you pulled up a card. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Okay. Yeah, that could be good. Could be good. Yeah. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. I like Bianca Belair. What I've seen from her when I watched her in NXT, when we'd watch here and there, I really liked her. I felt she's athletic. She has good character development. I personally, I'm interested in this match. All right. Okay. Uh, we have the Mysterios, Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus the Miz and Paul Logan. Paul Logan, isn't he Paul like a... Lo- do you mean Logan Paul? Oh, Logan Paul. Sorry. Logan Paul. <laughs> I do that. I get the first name and last name flipped when they're like oh boy. names. This will be we've, fun. We've commented on that. Um, yeah. He's, That's he's like a social media guy or something, yeah, right? Yeah, like on YouTube or something. All right, no. Didn't clue. he do some kind of boxing or MMA? Isn't that his brother people? that does that? Maybe I don't know. Uh, I forget the I forget the brother's name, but anyway, okay. What else? He's we a got? person, and he's gonna be in the match. Okay. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. So Baron Corbin is now Happy Corbin. I oh, think. okay. I think like Happy Corbin. Who's that? Okay. Like Happy sure. Gilmore? I, I don't know. Maybe that'll be okay. We have the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs is the guy that I think annoys you. Annoys me. The Freddie Mercury kind of dude. Oh, the guy that they can't decide what he is. That yeah. guy, right? Where well, he's a hard rocker, really, then all of a sudden he's Freddie Mercury, well, then he's like a 1920 strong man, then the next minute, like you Is that his call, though? I don't. Well. No, obviously it's not his his decision, but I mean that uh, I think he's he plays guitar, right? He's the guitar yes. guy. Okay, the 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 two times I've seen him, yeah, he, uh, whatever. Then we have New Day with Kofi and Xavier Woods, Biggie. Obviously, we heard he about his accident. No, what? What are you talking oh. about? Oh, he he broke his neck. Okay, you're saying obviously like people listening. We still didn't even tell people we're gonna just be talking about wrestling this this uh, 
for this show. If you we, haven't noticed, yeah, yet. we kind of just went right into it and didn't really. Explain we did. It. I didn't. I have something coming up, and I didn't even get to it, so I'll have but to anyway. get to it at the end. Uh, so New Day is going against Seamus and Ridge Holland. Never heard of Ridge Holland. I don't know who that is. I don't. But know. sure. And then we have Seth Rollins versus TBA to be announced. Okay. And there should the, be good. The first night is where the KO show with Kevin Owens is uh, hosting with Stone Cold Steve Austin. So that's a there you go. One. So that's that's the first night. Yeah, that's and like I said, that's the I'm looking forward to that the Stone Cold pop, <laughs> like just to see the place go nuts when he comes out. The music just went <laughs> in my head and like the glass shattering. And I everything. I saw what did I see with him? He I I happened to put uh, uh the uh the heck is it called? Jeez, I'm crowing. I'm I'm really drawing a blank. The social media, the thing on my phone, Instagram. Jeez, I'm crow. I put Instagram on briefly. Was that last week? And just for I, I don't even know if I was I wasn't purposely trying to go to it. It's kind of one of those things, you know, you're thumbing through your your icons on your phone and it you, you hit it too hard and it pops up, op, opens up. Well, it opened up and it was like a lot like one of those live things that's going on or whatever they call it. Instagram live or something. Well, it was stone cold and he was doing something. Uh, he was at like, like some beer event or something for his beer. It looked like, and he fucking looked in great shape. Like he looked dialed in, like he looked ready to go. And I was like, Oh shit. He looks awesome. He's WrestleMania <laughs> like he's, ready. Like he, he looked in fantastic shape a couple of weeks ago when I saw him like, holy shit, he's look, he's ready to rock and roll. And I feel so like, maybe he is wrestling. I, I don't know. We'll, well, we'll see. I feel like when we would watch WrestleMania, we talk about like, this is the time of year. Everyone gets super lean. Sure. They're looking their absolute best. Of course. Well, but you think about it, it's, it's their biggest, it's the biggest event of the year for them. Every sport, right? Every sport, every, every entertainment uh, entity at whatever in music has the Grammys, right? They, but that's an award show, of course, but still that's like their big event. Baseball has the world series. Football has the super bowl. Hockey has the Stanley cup. They all have their big events that they build to once a year. And that's their big event. That's the big draw. Well, wrestling has always had, well, for the last 38 years has had WrestleMania, and I've got to say, over probably the last 15, it's exploded. Like, it's huge. Oh, yeah. It's so big. So the eyeballs that are on you for that event, I mean, yeah, of course you're going to get dialed in. You're going to get your, your car, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be in mint shape. So, yeah, everyone's going to be tan. Everyone's going to be lean. Everybody's going to be looking awesome. That's what you do. Yeah, like, All I eyes know. are on you. I know. And it's just, again, the spectacle of it. And, and you said how it's huge. I mean, it's in Dallas, Texas this year. And when you think about when they hold WrestleManias now, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to WrestleMania. There's like all this other stuff happening around it. All these different wrestling promotions gather sure. around and they put on shows. It's almost like a big convention. Are as they well. still doing that this year with a bunch of because I thought that was another reason that they decided to go two nights so they could kind of kick all these other people out that were piggybacking off of them. I think they do it during the day. I don't know. But okay. I mean, that was happening. Sure. So, yeah. But no, it's just, it's really cool. So night two. What's up with night oh. two? Yeah, let's hear that. Roman Reigns versus Barack Lesnar. Yeah, that's, that's the main event, right? I just think of our, our middle child. When we were watching wrestling and Brock Lesnar was on and he has his little toy and he's like pretending to be Paul Heyman <laughs> and he's like, Brock Lesnar. He just kept saying it over and over again. It was really cute. We also have, oh, Carmella and Queen Zelina versus Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. That is, should it's a tag team, women's tag team champ match. That should be interesting. A women's tag team champ match? Yeah, because I didn't feel like saying championship. Okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah. What else we got? Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> 
So they were at Royal Rumble, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> so apparently they have this little thing going. And it's an anything goes, no holds barred match. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, that might actually be fun. Just to, just because you know Johnny Knoxville's gonna get the shit kicked out of him, and it's gonna be for real because the guy's not a trained pro wrestler. So, what do you do with somebody like that whose gimmick is he's what was the jackass? Wasn't that their whole gimmick? Was yeah. they just do stupid shit? And, and you get see hurt? Johnny Knoxville in that jackass <laughs> music, the guitar just. Like yeah. goes right into your yeah. head. We yeah. have maybe for you. I don't know. I never. I was never into that works. show. Never cared. Always thought it was just. It just reminded dumb. me of the stupid fun shit like we did as teenagers. That show came out when I was. I, I was the prime target demographic for that show, and I thought it was the dumbest freaking thing. Everybody loved it. I'm like, this is stupid. I liked it but because it whatever. just made me think of the stupid shit we did as kids. So. We That'll also, be fun to watch anyway. Yeah. We have Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee, that guy, now that is a gentleman that I have to say I respect. He was a former NFL player. I, I, I'm not familiar with his NFL career, so I apologize for if I mess anything up, but he was an NFL player for a bit. I don't know why his career ended, but he then started a podcast I, I think I have this right. He started a podcast and like grew it where it's like huge. His it's it's a big deal. Like, you know, the kind of thing where you're making like buku bucks. And I I wanna say that he went to WWE and asked to if he could commentate. I think he went to them for a job. I think I might be wrong on that. And I know that they love him there. Like he's just what he's from what I under from what I've heard, he's somebody that they give a little bit of free reign to because they trust him to talk and to be genuine and authentic in what he says. And the guy loves pro wrestling. Like he got himself a ring. <laughs> like he trained himself to to wrestle, and he's had a couple of matches on their TV. And I guess I had I had not seen him, but by all accounts, they were he actually was really good. Not not to the point where he's like a regular guy or anything, but where they they trusted him enough to put him in there with some guys, and and he had a really really he made a good showing for himself. But he's somebody that like truly legitimately loves pro wrestling, respects it, and and just wants to be involved with it. So that's a guy I respect, and just the fact that he's self made, you know he he worked his ass off, got to the NFL. That ended for whatever reason, like I said, I don't know the specifics, but then he began a podcast and grew it and built it into something big. And I think he has it. It's like him and his buddies, I guess. Uh, I've heard a couple of shows. He had Vince McMahon on actually recently. And that was a really, really interesting interview with Vince McMahon. But yeah, that should be interesting, that that match. Because I was going to say, I thought I knew him as a commentator. So. He, yeah, I, I don't know which show he commentates for. Again, we don't watch the show. We don't have cable, and we don't really catch replays on the network or anything like that. So the only wrestling we watch now is it's going to be WrestleMania or older stuff is all we watch. But anyway. We have a triple threat match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. RK Bro, which is Randy Orton and Riddle. Versus the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. Versus Alpha Academy, Otis and Chad Gable. All right. I always like seeing Randy Orton wrestle. That could be interesting. We have AJ Styles versus Edge. Oh, okay. That's right. I, I did hear that about that. Be, that should be good. That should be, good. that should be really good. And then we have Omos versus Bobby Lashley. Almost. Isn't that's the dude the that's like guy. 10 feet tall, yeah. right? He's a really big guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. And that's that's it. That's it for night two? Two. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And, and you know, it's WrestleMania, so I'm sure we're going to have people returning. We'll probably have surprises. Mm. Uh, is there any musical guest that you always have somebody that's like a musical thing? Uh, let me see if it says anything. If you see anything there. Uh, I'm curious. I know in the past they've had like, you know, Kid Rock, Motorhead played... Triple H to the ring, I believe, on more than one occasion. I don't see anything had, on this uh, thing that I'm looking at. They've had, at. like, the, the rap guys, like Flo Rida, 
Machine Gun Kelly. I think Pitbull wrapped yeah. somebody in one year. They, so they, they always seem to have. Who was the guy that wrestled last year who I'd never heard of, but he actually was all right. He did. He he was he made a respectable showing himself. He's a small guy. The heck was his name? The bunny. The bunny oh, guy. Bunny. Bad bunny. Bad bunny. Thank you. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he did all right. So, yeah. Anyway, they had so they have musical people. So maybe maybe we're gonna see some musical guests and and things we'll like that. Out. We'll see. Yeah. And tonight, as we're recording, later on is the Hall of Fame. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's a smaller amount of people. It, it's, well, it's usually just, there's more people yeah. going into the Hall of Fame. I don't know why they they've they've lessened the load of people, the 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 class of people that goes in cuz usually I think it used to be like 9 or 10 I thought but, where you'd have like some that were not that were not inducted on in the ceremony but they'd be like uh, also went in was this person, this person, whatever. But you'd have like 6 or 7 that were on like the actual broadcast. Yeah. They'd put like they'd they'd edit it down like a couple days later, put it on like USA Network or whatever. But like live on the network, you'd have like a three hour, sometimes more than that for the Hall of Fame ceremony. So for the Hall of Fame, it's going on after SmackDown. To, yes, tonight, which right. is tonight as we record. So SmackDown but it's is not going on until ten o'clock at night Eastern. Yeah, time. because it's going on after it, after SmackDown. Because I from what I from what I gather, did it always go on that late? No. So maybe that's why they cut. The amount of people? Be- well, yeah, because what I, I don't, I the last two years, I'm not really sure what they did because I did not watch those Hall of Fames, so I don't know what they did. But previously, before everything got messed up in 2020, before everything went to hell, they would have Hall of Fame would be on the Saturday night and then WrestleMania would be on Sunday. So I mm-hmm. think that the fact that they went to two nights kind of screwed up the way Hall of Fame was too. And what they would do is it would be, I think Hall of Fame would start at like seven or eight and it would go for two and a half to three hours, depending on however long guys talked for. They tried it. I, I remember, I can't remember what year it was, but they did it where one or two years in a row, they had like time limits on the speeches for guys. Mm-hmm. So you'd have guys like the Funks, Dory and Terry Funk would get like five minutes. And it's like these guys collectively wrestled for over 40 years and they, they were legends and they got five minutes to talk. I'd be like, like fuck the you, I'm going them. as long as I want. <laughs> right? And, and I think I think that might've been the year Stone Cold was like the headliner and I think he got like 10 minutes or something. It's like, what? How can, and I think that the, the, the negative backlash from that is when they, I think when they went to the network and they were able to just go as long as they wanted to is when they started just doing, you know, go, you know, take however long you need to guys or whatever. Now the but, last year or two, they changed it. So it's in the ring. They have it well, like a ring set they, up. they started and it was in 2019 was the first okay. year they did it because they still had fans. This mm-hmm. is before COVID. Yeah. Before the, yeah. Before that, not, I don't like to say it. I hate, hate giving that any power, but, they uh yeah they 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 would uh they, they set up the, the stage was well it was a, it was essentially it wasn't a stage anymore it was a ring and they would take down the ropes on one side and that was the year that they had this, some idiot like ran in and attacked Bret Hart yeah. <laughs> who's given his like accepted speech let and, me go beat up an old guy and, who's and had this a guy, stroke yeah and and the guy like runs in and tackles Bret Hart and then gets the shit kicked out of him thankfully luckily but yeah uh. So I think that's what they're doing again now because I think the last two years I think they canceled it one year, and uh, and then yeah I think the I think the first year they canceled it because of the 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 beer bug, and then the uh, last year they did both ceremonies like one night after the other like they did the twenty twenty inductees and they did the twenty twenty one inductees but it wasn't in front of anybody. It was like they did it in like their little performance center and they had like, that was it. Yeah. And there was nobody there. It was just them like talking yeah. to the camera kind of thing, which was kind of, eh, I get, you know, they did it to have it and, and to do it, but it just kind of, it's not the same it's not as the having same. people there, you know? I don't, I don't know if I like the ring, having it like in the ring. <sighs> I, again, I see why they're doing it and I see why they've gone to that model now. I get it. I don't I'm like just it saying either. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. If you if you've seen it, yeah, you, you might like it. I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of it myself. I also look at it from the standpoint if I was there and I was paying to go there and get a seat and watch it and I'm staring at everyone's back 
I'd be kind of pissed. Well, that's one side of the ring. I know. But that's a whole side. Okay, but again, this year they're doing it after SmackDown. So you've seen a full two hours of live pro wrestling that was live on TV, and then you're getting the Hall of Fame as a bonus on top of it. I don't think they're paying any extra for the Hall of Fame. Okay. I don't think. So you, you've got, it's not going to be like it was that first year where maybe you got seats where you're looking at somebody's back the whole time. All I'm saying is I don't want to be looking. I, at I agree with you. I don't, I don't like the setup the way that they have it. And I think I, I actually, when we, we watched it, we rewatched it uh, a couple nights back just because uh, I, I, I'm trying to get into that. Yeah. WrestleMania is coming up. So I'm getting all excited. I'm starting up. to watch older stuff and starting to get really psyched up for it and everything. And we watched the 2019 hall of fame. And that was like, like we said, the first year they did the ring and I was watching it and I was sitting there watching it again. This is just me from years of being involved in it and, and, and still loving it. I'm telling you how I would set the ring up and how I would have everything set up so that it would work in exactly how they have it set up. It would work perfectly, but I mean, we'll see. Maybe that, maybe that's what they do tonight. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll find out. We'll see. But yeah, this year the undertaker's going into the hall of fame. Yeah. That's like your favorite wrestler ever of all time. One of them. What do you mean one of them? Undertaker. Roddy Piper. Macho Man, I'd say, are my top three. What about the Golden Greek? You're above that, baby. <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. Nice. Okay. That's a good top three. See, I don't have, I don't have like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I, you can't ask me to say my top or my favorite or anything. I don't, I don't have that. I have guys that I admired, who I respected, who I tried to model my stuff after when I was wrestling. Guys that I still enjoy watching who are obviously not around or wrestling anymore, but I, I can't give like a, I don't have that. That I, I can't do that. So anyway, Undertaker's going to the Hall of Fame tonight. Yeah. That should be interesting. And Vince McMahon is inducting him. Ooh, that should be you, your face. Did you not know that? I did not know that. Oh, I didn't tell you that ahead of time. Okay. I yeah. did not so have this fun. information until right now. So that should be, yeah, that should be interesting. He actually broke that news on that Pat McAfee podcast in that oh. interview. Yeah. And, and it was the same, and I think in that same interview, he said that uh, most people think he's an asshole and he's okay with that. He does because he he's not gonna be able to change anybody's minds. He actually, it was really, really good. Like a great, Small look into the mind of Vince McMahon. I thought it was great. I thought it was I fantastic. I did not hear it. I mean, we, we've talked about some of the really shitty things that he has done. Shitty from a certain perspective, from yes, one perspective. From sure. a perspective. Obviously, sure. he's a businessman. He's going to do what he thinks is best for business, but yeah. Of course. Um, okay, so we got Undertaker going in. Yes, and then you have Charmel is going in. Yes, Booker that's T's wife. Booker T's wife. Who else? Then you have Vader. Okay, Vader's going in. I was always a big fan of Vader's. Okay. You're like nodding your head. Cool. I I've never cool. seen him wrestle. Cool. I have. Yeah, I just good. don't yeah. care <laughs> enough. I guess. Well, he's passed away. So it, he's going. So that in shouldn't. Posh, so I should in, care more no, because he's not no, with us anymore. No, that's not what. I, no, I'm just okay. saying he passed away, so he's going in posthumously. So it'd be interesting to see how that how that goes, especially being one of only five people going in. That should be very interesting. And then you have also Shad Gaspard also going in posthumously for the. Warrior for the Warrior Award, yes. yeah, and he died last year, I believe. Was it last year or the year before? You know, I'm sorry, it may have been 2020. I'm not sure, but he died. He he passed away, essentially saving his son's life. Yeah, that so, was a really sad story. Yeah, very very sad. And by all accounts, he was a really really good guy. Who I th I guess everybody liked him. Like he's one of those people, like you know, just everybody always got along with and everything. So. Really, really sad story how that happened. But he's, get, you know, they're putting him in the Hall of Fame for that, which, hey, that's <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. You know, respect that. And mm -hmm. then uh, the Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott. So that should be cool. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very curious 
if they're going to let them talk for very long <laughs> because <laughs> because that could be inter- if the, if they let them talk which i i really doubt it cuz everything's so produced and scripted nowadays if they let those guys just talk and say what they wanted to say, that would probably be one of the best Hall of Fame speeches, in my opinion. I could be totally wrong, but we'll see. We'll see tonight. Yeah. So that should be fun. So that's it. That's all that's going in the Hall of Fame? That's it. But it, I'm curious to see, again, like like we said, it's going to be on. It, go, it goes live at 10. And if you have... Again, we're saying this. We're recording this, and it'll already have happened. This by the will time already you have hear. happened by the time you're hearing this, because this isn't going to come out till Wednesday, and this is we're doing this on Friday. But anyway, so yeah, it'll be interesting. But they go live at ten, right as SmackDown goes off the air. If you switch over to Peacock, you can watch it there live. I don't know if it's scheduled for an hour, two hours, or if they're just going to go till they're done. I have no idea. I've got no information on that at all. I, and I think it may be just kind of one of those, just watch it and see what happens because, yeah. so. Hopefully it was good. Yeah, yes, yes, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. WrestleMania, I, we actually, I got my dates messed up. I, I told every year, for, for the last five years anyway, every time WrestleMania would start to come around about two to three weeks beforehand, like oh it's it's getting close to wrestlemania time because it's usually the last week of march or the into the first week of april it's it's one of those usually so right around that time i i I start to get like oh okay i'll start to really start listening to wrestling podcasts and and i'll start putting on old wrestling because i typically don't i don't really watch it much at all anymore and I'll start. I'll, I'll even put in like a wrestling video game and play with the kids and stuff. Like I'll get, re, I'll get all back into wrestling again. Like oh yeah, you get ready for it. Here we go. It's WrestleMania's coming. WrestleMania's coming. It's the only time I get excited for anything. Well, this year I got my 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 weekends all off. I thought WrestleMania was last weekend, so I was all geared up. I was ready. I was psyched. And then I realized like the Thursday night that it's not. The following day is not Hall of Fame. It's the next week, and it, and it kind of threw me all off. So I got my my excitement and everything got all thrown out of whack. So we year. had to go another week with watching more wrestling to to get primed for it. Yeah, so we watched even more wrestling to get primed and ready for it. And it, yes, good good. To, yeah, I know you you were very excited. I'm sure. I like and, watching uh, <laughs> the stuff we've been watching. Well, because I I put I I like to put on good stuff. I I. I may or may not have said this on our show before. For me, there is no better entertainment, no better entertainment, no movie, no music, nothing is better than good professional wrestling. When And when I say good, I mean good, like really just two of the best guys in there with a good storyline, a good angle, a good build good interviews and promos and mic work building up to their match, the anticipation and then getting in the ring and delivering and having a crowd that's into everything that's happening and reacting perfectly. There's nothing better than going along for that ride. Nothing for me. No, I I agree. And again, watching wrestling, if you, for me, if I can get caught up in it and kind of suspend reality and feel like I'm a part of it. Like when I was a kid, being a part of it, even though it's on TV and I'm in, you know, my house, feeling like I'm there, having that connection, believing it, everything is real. And being, oh, and having <laughs> that reaction, yes. getting up out of your seat, really like, get up, get up, like having that excitement. That is a damn fine match. And I feel like now those are fewer and far further between. Well, but again, we also don't watch very often. So I don't know what's going on on Raw or SmackDown. And I've never watched NXT really. So go ahead. Going into adulthood, one of the first matches that really brought that back for me, WrestleMania, the first Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. WrestleMania 25. Yes. Yeah. That, I was out of my seat. I was excited. It was 
awesome. And again, it was like great being an adult and being able to feel that watching wrestling <laughs> on TV. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, at that point when that match happened, I was full on in the wrestling business. Mm -hmm. I was, I was wrestling all the time. So I was, and I still watch wrestling more. I, I watched, I try, I try to be a fan again, but it's so hard for me to be a fan after being heavily involved in it for so long. I still watch it as a, with that critical eye and still, even though I don't do it anymore, I still watch and, and try to pick it apart and try to even pick up things that I could maybe use someday. If I ever go back there, like I still store that information in my mind and I still try to learn from everything I watch. But that, yeah, that match, I remember I watched that. I was by myself and I remember being on my couch. I never stood up. I never jumped out of my seat or anything, but I remember just sitting there like, hey, this is it. Oh, wow. That's not it. All right, this has got, wow, that's not it. And just yeah. like, wow. And like, they got me for the whole thing. And by the time it was done, I actually did stand up and was like by myself in my living room. And I was like applauding the TV, you know, <laughs> because I was like, shit, that was a freaking awesome. Yeah, that I was mean, just so well done. I was and on the so edge good. of my seat, yeah. like literally Absolutely. on the edge of my seat. It was Absolutely. great. Yeah. And another great, um, was it? Yeah. WrestleMania moment was the streak. When Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar, <laughs> yes, he ended the streak. Yeah, that that was like a the fuck, like this did not just happen. Moment. I mean, I was actually like, oh, that's really cool. It's different, and I thought it was exciting. But seeing the reaction from people, not just live watching the reaction in the stadium, but people's reaction on social media, it was insane. But it was so cool. It's like to be able to invoke such a reaction from so many people. People truly upset and angry, or just in disbelief. But think about why that is, though. That oh, was yeah. the streak. What's the streak? Well, for anybody that is not familiar, The Undertaker was undefeated at WrestleMania year after year after year. He went 21 straight WrestleManias without losing a match. 21 straight. Now, remember, that's one WrestleMania a year. So that's over 20 years. Two decades. Of this of this storyline this angle this thing happening the streak was like kind of its own thing it, it kind of tor towards the end there that was like what you it was one of the main things of wrestlemania like okay undertaker's wrestling is someone gonna beat him this year who's gonna who's he gonna wrestle whatever and yeah brock lesnar ending it was like oh like you didn't it got to the point where you didn't think it was ever going to happen you figured okay and that was the beauty of it because yes. everybody thought nope He's going to win. It got to the point, it was so weird. His wins, you don't even realize he's won every single match in, during Wrestle, like in WrestleMania. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit. He's got all these matches, and it's a streak. And then you start pushing it, and he's winning against Shawn Michaels and Triple H and all these different people. And you well, think that was a streak. I mean, he had that like a lot, lot way before then. No, but. no, no. I know, but I'm talking as we're building up okay. to that point. And he's beating all these phenomenal people and you think this is gonna last forever he is just gonna keep it going do you think that he that they should have let him beat brock lesnar that oh year? no i loved it just the way it was i thought this is perfect because everyone thinks he's gonna win and then to have brock lesnar come in looking at that in retrospect because it was entertaining at the time i was really surprised that they did it and I was really surprised that they did it for Brock. I, that they, when I say they did it for Brock, meaning they allowed him to be the guy who beat Undertaker. And the reason for that is because in wrestling, typically something like that, if you're going to end it, you the the prevailing belief among people, I guess, old school thinking wrestling minds. You would think that the, the logical thing would be to somebody that's maybe new or coming up or somebody they're trying to build as like a next level kind of star, somebody they want to make their next face of the company. You would have them beat a legend or, or do something monumental and memorable like that. So it was kind of surprising that it was Brock Lesnar that they had beat him. Now, I don't know specifics. This is all speculation on my part. I don't know anything. At the time, I thought it was a mistake. At the time, because again, that's just my thinking. In retrospect, 
that was the that was at WrestleMania 30. That was the first WrestleMania that was on the WWE Network. The WWE Network had just launched. So Vince needed to make sure that everybody got the network to watch WrestleMania. Vince also, being the smart businessman that he is, he had to make sure that the network was a success. WrestleMania typically is a can't-miss show. Now, if you have something as monumental as the Undertaker's streak ending at WrestleMania, if you missed it live, you're going to get that fucking WWE Network to see the fucking replay yeah. because that was a historic moment in the in the canon of pro wrestling. That was historic because it was 21 years in the making. That'll never happen again. Not as long as we're yes. alive. That's not going to happen again. I really doubt that'll ever happen, especially if society continues the way that it is on its current trajectory with instant gratification. There's no way that anybody's going to be patient enough for a 20-year storyline build. You're lucky if you get six months now. So I think that that, looking back retrospectively, that to me would be thinking like a Vince McMahon. Like I got to give them something that they're going to remember. Fucking a! That's it was awesome. Oh though. fuck it, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It, really it was. was. And and funnily enough, I I was actually mentioning this to you the other day. I watched that match again just last week in preparation to get all ready for WrestleMania stuff. And I was watching it because I remember watching it live because that's the only other time I think I'd seen that match was when it happened live. I remember that night thinking, "Wow, Undertaker just looks just looks off." looks like just slow he looks like ugh. and then when he got beat i was like oh okay well i guess that's why they beat him because maybe this is it maybe he's done he can't he's hurt whatever find out come to find out later he got a concussion in the match so he was out of it so that would make you sense. know what that's like so, yeah oh <laughs> yes i do so so uh watching it back again i i'm watching and i'm going you know he actually doesn't look that bad and I knew when he got hit, and I could tell when he had the concussion, he was out of it. But he still seemed okay. He was seemed like he was moving all right. And then I realized he doesn't look that bad watching it back now because I've seen him after that match when he res- kept wrestling for however many more years, another nine, ten years, and how just he got so much worse. So looking back after seeing him recently and how he was and how he moved recently because he's guys the guy's 610 legit like he's a big guy 300 something pounds big dude beat the hell out of himself for how many years had so many injuries so yeah now yeah he's not moving so well and obviously he's retired and everything now finally but he hung on there for a long time and he just it was it was pretty bad there towards the end so looking back Adam now at, at 2013, I believe, is when WrestleMania 30 was. Didn't didn't seem that bad to me. 2013? I believe that's when WrestleMania 30 was. Well, this is going to be WrestleMania 38. So was it 2014? I think it was 2014. Excuse me. It was WrestleMania 30. Yes. Huh. WrestleMania yeah, 38 no. is, I'm doing is the this math weekend. In my head. So I'm like, eight years ago. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so anyway, yeah, it, it was just, but yes, the streak ending, that was pretty monumental. That, yeah, that was awesome. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Now, we were watching the, again, what, getting ready for this coming weekend, we watched the Hall of Fame yeah. where the Ultimate Warrior was the headliner, and we watched that whole thing. I'm looking at the time, because okay. I know we want to go more into this talking about the ultimate warrior yes hall of fame do we want to break this up into two parts uh okay i'm just i'm looking at the time and let's thinking, break it up into two parts yeah because i know that's going to be a deep dive and i feel like that conversation and then bringing up scott hall is going to be another hour okay so all right so yeah. all right so what we'll do here we'll we'll stop here okay WrestleMania has already happened as you're listening to this. Hopefully mm-hmm. you watched it if if you're if you like wrestling. And if you did, hopefully you enjoyed it. We're going to come back next week and we are going to talk about 
Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior, yes, because and this, and this could take a this conversation could go a million different ways. Mm. But I, yeah, I think okay. We have a lot of places we want to go with it. Yes. So before we end right now, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, I am going to be part of a virtual symposium on Saturday, April 9th. So this Saturday from when this episode airs, it's at 12 p.m. Eastern time until 4 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, April 9th. And this is a free online virtual symposium for I mean granted now we're talking about wrestling so the people who have stuck in listening to wrestling probably I don't know if you're going to be into it but it's called Awakening Mintaka and what this is it um, is a symposium put on by Andrea Land she has the Grooving Goddess podcast and she talks about star seeds and a planet called Mintaka where a lot of souls originated from and this hit home to me because it involves a past life regression that I had so I'm going to be speaking at it and I'm going to be doing a group hypnosis session during it it's totally free and there's going to be a lot of really other cool people as a part of it speaking so you can get a free ticket online and i'll put the link in the show notes for anyone interested all right yeah there you go cool anything else before we wrap up no i guess that's gonna do it for now so until next time i am the golden greek alex arion joined as always by my beautiful lovely gorgeous amazing wife the lovely monique and you've been listening to the homewrecker podcast we love hearing from and interacting with our hearers and watchers feel free to reach out to us on twitter at homewreckerpod you can also visit our website homewreckerpodcast.com where you can check out past episodes and pick up some homewrecker podcast gear from our online store also if you haven't already please hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you're hearing or watching our show that way you can be notified whenever a new episode drops we're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can check out the video versions of our show at YouTube and Brideon. You can also find Monique in a few places online as well. I'm on Twitter, at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. If you're interested in a tarot reading, organite, incense, candles, and other cool things, you can go to my website, tarotbymonique.com. Or if you're interested in hypnotherapy, you can go to innerstandingshypnosis.com to schedule a free 20-minute consult. And follow me on Twitter, at Monique P-C-H-T. And Alex, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at TheAlexArion. And you can check out my website, AlexArionFitness.com. And if that's too much to remember, we get it. That's why we put it all in our show notes. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we appreciate all of your support. We do. Thank you. We love you.